All right, episode 51. It's really quiet in here. We're missing somebody. We are. We don't know where he is. He's a half hour late. And I'm already pissed at him because he cut his fucking hair. Oh, look who's here. <laughs> oh, okay. Jesus Christ. Did you ever tuck your shirt in? Yeah, that looks sloppy. No wonder why you can't sell shit. <laughs> shirt untucked. I can't believe you cut your hair. I give you a free haircut, a quality haircut. And they do this. Hurry up. Get your the, straw on your The disrespect. Drink. And your know. caramel macchiato. Where have you been? Kids these days. Turn nice your mic track. on, too. It's been a week. I don't remember how to do this. <laughs> turn, turn your mic turn on. Your mic on. <laughs> yeah. oh, there you go. Where you been? Uh, on my way. <laughs> it is. Did you know he lives 45 miles away? Early. <laughs> still early. It's not 8.30 yet. <laughs> when did we start recording? Yeah, at 8.30. When did 8.30 become a <laughs> Dude, you're higher in draft pussy right now, aren't you? <laughs> no, I just woke up from a fucking nap. Oh, that's why. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yes. <laughs> high on life, I guess. Yeah. Put a grizzly in. We'll take it. We'll let you know when you're, when you're ready. <laughs> you need a spitter, too? Jesus. No, proceed. Go ahead. All right. All right. So, uh, yeah, we're at 51. Adam had to start your job for you at school. And he had to adjust Russ's headphones. Yeah. I got it all taken care of. We don't need you. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, we got to talk about Tiger. But before we do, we right after, I think, was it right after we recorded last week? Like Thursday morning? Because we talked about Carson Wentz. He got traded last week. Oh, yeah. Right after we recorded. Like That's Thursday true. morning, we found out that Wentz went to the Colts <coughs> for like a first first rounder. And phone going off now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let me confiscate that. <laughs> uh, for like a first rounder and a pack of Skittles or something like that. I think that's what it was. Two Slim Jims. Yeah. I think Marshawn made the deal. Jesus. So, yeah, Wentz to the to the Colts. There's not, I'm not even excited about that. I really don't care. No, like you said, I, I think it's a downgrade from, from Rivers. Yeah. Unless they can work some magic with uh, Frankie Reich. But. Yeah, if Reich's, got the, if Reich's got the talent to bring him back, I guess. Yeah, well, I guess we'll see. All right, so golf last week, we had Genesis, but the news in golf right now is Tiger. Um, sad news. Man rolls his car. Was it Tuesday? Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning. It was like quarter after seven uh, in California, and he rolls his car. He's on his own. They take him to the hospital, and more and more has come out tonight about his surgery. It was primarily, it sounds like, the right leg. Nope. Busted his bone in multiple spots. Um, from what I gather, the the bone, the bone portion of it is pretty standard for these guys that do these surgeries. Like the pins, the screws, the rods, that was okay. Their concern is there was an issue with the soft tissue and the muscle on the bone. Um, he's going to require multiple surgeries from what I'm gathering. Oh, yeah. Like absolutely. he might need another one tomorrow. Right. To keep up with this and. Uh, long road back. It's it sucks. I think we all wanted to see him come back soon. I mean, he was just talking on TV the other day about potentially playing the Masters. Uh, I got to be honest. I was I watched the press conference live on Golf Channel when they the, the sheriff's department come out and the fire department. It is disgusting how the media handles shit. It really is. And like, I don't know how I I couldn't do one of those press conferences like that. Like, if I was the sheriff or I was a guy in the fire department. Because I couldn't be nice. Because I would just be very bl- blunt and be like, 
Why don't we put your fucking life under a microscope? That's why we're doing this and not that. But still, like, it's just, it's just, it's unreal. And, like, they would answer a question for you. Did you guys get a chance to watch it, by the way? No, I didn't watch it. No. These guys would answer a question that they asked. But then someone else would basically ask the same question and reword it. And the guy's like, just answer that? Like, I'm not, there was this stuff. He's like, I'm not getting into that detail. It's always always on those, too, when he says, I'm not going to get into it, and they just... They change the syntax a little bit yeah. to try and, oh, my God, all right, now I'm going to open up. Sorry, you just you had to ask it the yeah. right way. Now I'm going to give you all the details. It doesn't make any I sense. I mean, these guys, right, these guys do the press conferences probably day, almost daily, especially in L.A., right? This guy's probably doing a ton of press conferences. Like, Well, that's why I don't want to watch might, them because they they're they yeah. not going to give you any information, not gonna so give what am you, I yeah. going to listen yeah, to? Yeah, you might before. catch someone in, like, a small town to catch them off guard, but you're not going to catch someone that probably does this multiple times a week. It was just some of the questions I'm like, I would, I would just walk out there and slap him and be like, you can leave. Like if you're not going to have half a brain, like you can leave. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you guys saw Thomas's press conference yesterday. Obviously it was only like half hour or so after the news came out. Yeah. I didn't see the press. So they, I, I didn't see it. I read some stuff about it. Someone literally said, what, because of the news with Tiger, what will it take you to withdraw from this event right now? What? what the fuck? <laughs> he's like, why would I? He's like, uh, I don't like. Yes, we're close, but I don't understand. Like, why would I do that? And then the next question was like, what do you think about the green complexion here? It was like, what do you do? like? First of all, why did you ask that first question? Like, yes, they were close friends, but you're acting like he like died. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And even still, I don't like, see JT pulling out. Like, what's pulling out going to do for you? Right. Yeah, it's like it's like. What do you mean? What will it take to withdraw? Like, are you saying like, oh, if he dies, like, yeah, I'll withdraw? Like, I I don't know what what the point of the question was. Yeah, it was well, like, why are you asking? They're like, was he coherent when you arrived? Yes. What did he say? He communicated. Like, the guy, you know, did you have your body cam on? Yes, I did per protocol. Yeah, and it's like they, all they wanted, and it was obvious. We we all know that Tiger has a past. You know, he did some shit, and then he had his. I think it was a ba- after his back surgery, right? He had the DWI where he was really DUI or whatever. He was under the pills or whatever. And that's all I don't, it's almost like they wanted that to be the case. Right. Mm-hmm. And almost like it was almost disgusting. Yeah. And I think I, something came out today that he was running late for a training out of whatever. With he was Drew doing Brees. that. No, he's doing a filming with. No, that one, that was on the other day, but he was doing normal with Drew Brees yesterday is what I read. Said. I read that he had an obligation with Discovery and Golf Digest, and he was continuing to film the next day, and that's where he was not headed. Oh, was okay. that country club? I, I thought someone Might have been with Brees, but. Maybe Tay was with Brees, but yeah. But it was like a continuation of what he did the day before. Yeah. And I just, it was just, it was, they, they wanted someone to be like, yeah. They probably asked if he was drunk three different ways. Like, it's 7.15 in the morning. He had his clubs and luggage in the car. Like, come on, guys. Taylor's laughing. Cause Taylor's, like, been there. I mean, I've been there, too. It's not. Do you know what I mean? It's just, I mean, I wasn't, yeah. I'm not, I wasn't 45 years old or whatever. I think Rory said it best today. He's like. Yes, he did. It's not. We, we don't. This isn't about, like, Tiger returning. You know, they said, well, what's he going to. Do you think he can come back from this? He's like, he's not Superman is basically what he said. And then just kind of went into more detail, and the long and short of it was, is it's not about whether Tiger plays golf again. It's we need to be happy when he's alive. Yes. His kids still have their dad. Yes, and hope that he recovers from this. Yep. I mean, that's those are the priorities right now when you and I 
got into Peralta shit today on Twitter because I'm like, again, the guy who has people smarter than us, by the way. Okay. How often are you guys fighting on Twitter? He doesn't really respond to me. I torched him once. He doesn't respond to me anymore. He liked my tweet, but that was about yeah. it. Just stupid shit, like, <laughs> like implying stuff that makes no sense. Where does the game of golf go now that Tiger's gone? And I'm like, he same place it's already going. Yeah, he does. That's what I. That's how I respond. I said, I said it's already kind of been handed off to Thomas, Rory, those guys, and soon it's gonna get handed down to Hovland and Morikawa and Wolf and and those guys. Yeah, so it's the, already like the Masters was like a farewell tour, if you ask me. For him, yeah, it was like. Beatles greatest hits album. <laughs> <laughs> so while he was implying, I implied in my tweet and said, anybody that knows anything about golf, basically pointing out like the fact he doesn't know shit about golf. It's like, I want to be like, so you're that douchebag that only watches golf when Tiger plays and think the world revolves around Tiger Woods. Right. Yeah. I, I didn't look up how many he's, I, I'm guessing the last two years, I'll say he's probably played what? 20 tournaments. Maybe if that, if that, yeah, somewhere in there. So he hasn't played a ton. It's like, and even you go back further now, he hasn't played that much. Right. Yeah. It's, it's not like golf doesn't happen when Tiger doesn't play. Yeah, he hasn't played much since his DWI, DUI, whatever whatever it was. It's just disgusting, man. I mean, some of these people, I mean, I get that's their job, that they're all like that, but they want to be the first person to have dirt. I just, even the, like the sheriff, like looking at almost like a smirky, like, what the fuck am I, why are you guys asking me that? And then they, I think they just, to shut people up, they come out this morning and like, he was not drunk. Because they kept asking me, it's like he's not drunk, right? Like, can we worry about whether or not the guy's still got a leg? Yeah, then everybody kept going back and forth. Even someone I work with sent me a message. He's like, "Well, did you see what he looked like on Sunday during the press conference?" It's like, okay, that was one picture someone took. He had bags under his eyes, but it's like, for all we know, he flew out there Sunday morning. Probably red-eyed it out there. Yeah, you know, we have no idea. He had to I hand mean, the trophy out. Sunday all you got to do is go frame by frame on something until someone's at a weird. <laughs> point in right. talking is going to look yeah, like he, he looked tired yeah he probably did fly out there like and when they said that and then i said well if you look at the videos of him and d wade on monday he looks absolutely fine he's fine so kyle just tried to say i was baked when i walked in the door that's true that's, good. that's a valid point no i didn't i was just i thought maybe you were <laughs> yeah he didn't imply he was asking yeah seemed kind of like a witch hunt <laughs> if you asked me but that's all right no, it was the inflection of my voice are you higher than draft pussy question mark <laughs> what are you drinking over there? Just Pepsi. Oh, I thought he was gonna say Dunkin'. I'm like, did, you guys, did you guys get a text to see if you want a Dunkin'? It looks red to mm-hmm. me. <laughs> or am I off? Looks like a that's a gas station soda all over it. Follow big gulp, say yeah, it's probably got a little bit of everything <laughs> in it. You know, <laughs> he's like the little kid. He just goes to each each thing, hits the button. <laughs> well, see you later. <laughs> So yeah, anyway, it was sad news. I just I don't care about the golf. I really don't. I think uh, like, I don't know who it was this week that said it, but they basically said um, the guy's given us enough memories in my lifetime that if he never plays golf again, yeah. he's done enough for the game. Yeah. I just he's got bigger priorities. <clears throat> Whether he was eighteen or you know forty four, he's got bigger priorities right now. Yeah. Like he's got kids, he's got to worry about those things. And I'm guessing he will be. I don't know. Obviously, with it being his right leg, it helps. Yeah. If it was his left leg, it's very... The torque on your ankle. Yeah, so. it very much makes it a little more difficult. But with it being right leg, it helps a little bit. Um, obviously, it's still going to be tough for him to do that, to get back. But it'd be I don't if he plays again, it'll be nice to see. But 
I, it wouldn't put me past like the 2022 Masters. Like that's the next time he plays. I, it'd yeah, be a stretch. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like a long shot if to ever see any of that again. Obviously, since the PGA Tour has bowed down and just given him a lifetime exemption to play anytime he, he wants. I mean, he earned it, but I'm just saying he's the only <coughs> one that's got it. So no, he doesn't. Who else has that? Phil has it. Yeah. Oh, really? If you win 20 events in the PGA Tour, you get a lifetime. To all events? Yeah, you get a lifetime exemption in the PGA Tour. How many other guys, I wonder, have Not them? many. I don't. Yeah, they might I, be the only two. I think maybe Dustin, Dustin Johnson's Dustin, got definitely. Definitely. If that's the number, he's got almost 30 wins. So Yeah. You get a lifetime, and I believe, I'm pretty sure it's at 20. I'd like to see Tiger get one more, no matter what it is. Just yeah. to I just wonder when the 83. effort to put in becomes less than the yeah, you know the odds of. I mean, I'm, I assume being a professional, a I don't know. I'll let you go actually first. If you got something to say, well, I was gonna say I don't. You know, you've mentioned the Masters a couple times. I don't see Tiger being a guy that comes back just for the ceremony of playing in the Masters. Yeah, exactly. If he's not in, like when, in it to win it, then why yeah, would he like? Be there? I think of like you know Arnold Palmer playing until he was seventy five or whatever. I don't picture Tiger doing that. In my again. I'm happy. I'm just happy he's alive because this had a Kobe Bryant vibe to it for a good half hour or so until we found the news that he was alive. In my opinion, the golf doesn't matter, but I don't think we ever see him on the golf course again in a competitive PGA Tour event. I think he's done playing. I agree. After this, because I think there's zero percent chance he plays this season, and most likely multiple surgeries, rehab. Next season's probably in question. So if you if you go the end of next year or early twenty twenty three, right? He's almost forty seven years old at that point. Twenty twenty one starting to feel like deja vu. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Oh yeah, wasn't it Kobe right? like January twenty six? Like, it was I, like I think within it was, three no, weeks of now, it was, wasn't it? It was like two weeks ago. I think. Two weeks ago, yeah. I think. It well, was, yeah, so it's been. So now what's coming out in a couple weeks? <laughs> Murder Hornets are coming back. <laughs> Double lockdown. Jesus. I just looked. Lifetime is 20 events in 15 years played on tour. Justin, Dustin's got to be close to that. He's, uh, I was saying. It has to be both. Yes. He's oh, got to okay. have that because. Hasn't he won like once a season for like some I would astonishing like thing? like 14 straight years yeah. he's won on the years tour. Is, so. Yeah, the bigger thing. I think he's got like 28 or 29 wins. Yeah. Oh. I looked that up real quick. Yeah, I just looked it up for uh, what it is, but yeah, I don't. I don't think he ever plays. I don't know. Hey, I think I don't know. I, it's really going to depend on. I think there's a lot of factors here, and I just it's not really on my priority list. I just would rather see him get healthy. I'd love to see him just linger yeah. around the game. Yeah, yeah. Well, right. It makes a big difference. He's a professional athlete. He's not like one of us coming back from something like that. It's going to take a lot longer to rehab and, and things like that. We don't have. He's got ungodly amounts of money. If he wants right. to rehab and get back quicker, he's got the money to he's got get a, the people to do it. His problem though is he's got to listen to his body with, with right. the surgery. And, and like, I, right. You got to worry right. about and infections he's, he's and stuff. He's definitely learned about that over his back surgeries the past. But they're worried about years. Alex Smith esque like infections with the surgery. Right. So they got to worry about that. He's got to get. He's got some hurdles. He's got you know a little at a time. He's got to get over. He'll probably and he he will definitely focus more on Charlie now. It'll be a yeah, you know that'll be the priority, especially now with something as said as this like as close to death as this was. Like he's gonna spend a lot more time with his kids. Yeah, if he does decide to come back, like I just just thought of this. Do they make some sort of exemption for him to use a cart? They wouldn't for John Daly. 
Yeah. That John Daly didn't do for golf what Tiger did. Yeah, I don't think they would though. Yeah, I don't think they would. And I don't think I don't think he like you guys just said, he wouldn't come back to the Masters like as a ceremonial type thing. Right. If if they said, Oh, we'll make an exemption, you can ride a car, I don't think he would take it. Because I think he'll be able to swing a golf club if, again someday. Right. If he wants to play, he's gonna make sure he can walk and play. Yeah. I think that this and, is and maybe be- it's a different court of very you know, maybe it's like the PGA down in Florida. Like something flat Flitter. that's you know, a little easier. The other part of this that nobody has really mentioned in media is let's keep in mind the guys recovering from another back surgery yeah and rolling your car that many times while in recovery from back surgery cannot be good and he certainly hasn't been up and walking yet because of the leg so how do we know you know you get the leg fixed and then he's got substantial lingering back issues from this car accident that they haven't discovered yet Right. Because he hasn't been walking or anything. And they, so, I don't even know if they may not have even got that far doing an x-ray right. or MR. I don't know. Yeah, I was so just cl- so close to what you were going to say. Focused on the leg yeah. and the ankle and everything first. And then well, that's what out. I was just going to say. Similar to what you just brought up is if he comes back, it's, yeah, I think he'll swing a golf club again. But with your back injury and now you got a rod and you're like, you're not going to walk normal. What's that going to do to your back? Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're going to yeah. like lean to one side or kind of yeah. like, you know, favor it because it's not normal. Yeah. yeah. Sucks. I mean, I thought we were in the twilight of his, clearly in the twilight, but I didn't think we'd see him playing competitively prior to this accident more than this year and maybe next or something. And I think that complicates that whole thing. It feels like a maybe like major, it felt like a majors and maybe like five other tournaments. I didn't believe when you sent it to me. Yeah. Because like you sent some, I think it was you who sent the screenshot or was it Marcus? I sent it. I yeah, I sent it to you and Marcus because we were talking. Yeah, I was like, at first I'm like, I looked at him like, is that legit? And you even said like, if this is real, yeah. Like, I think it's just one of those things you don't want to believe, right? You, you you hope it's a hoax. But. Yeah, well, let's talk about the tournament at least. Uh, I thought this was a good tournament. Believe it or not, Peralta is really good golf going on out there. Just yeah, just yeah. an FYI for you experts fucking retard just to <laughs> side note so dustin johnson got his tour card in 2008 so that would make this year 13 i believe and he has That's 24 it? and he has 24 so wins. he's won every year on tour he said it made he made his debut in 2007 and earned his pga tour card in 2008 so when was his first win is it i don't know if you can look at that real quick 2008 or 9 13 i believe it was oh i thought i thought he was up to like for some reason, I thought he was at like thir- 12 or 13 straight years of a win, but. um, Oh, yeah. Yep. Never mind. I read that wrong. Yeah, 2008. October 2008. Yeah, so he's 8, 9, 10, 10, 11, 12, 13, 13, 15. So he didn't win in 14. Was that the year he took the hiatus? Unless the 13 one was the second 13 one was a wraparound season. Because they wrap around, I don't know if that. Oh is. yeah, they might do that yeah, based on be. season. It was, was November. Was yeah, so uh, that was a wrap around. Fifteen, sixteen, okay. sixteen. When did he take his hiatus? That was a short remember. one, though, wasn't it? Yeah, mm, I believe he. Can't remember the white, the white powder hiatus. That one, because he came back with a vengeance, didn't he? When he, yeah. yeah. And I feel like he was coming off a win or something when he had that issue. I think he still <laughs> won. He was I think he still won that year. Yeah. yeah. So 15, 16, 16, 16, 17, 17, 17, 18. Russ can 18, count, guys. Just. <laughs> 18, Do you know what killed me about that story was yeah. I always heard that Gretzky went to him and was like, if you want to be with my daughter, you got to clean it up. It's like, 
do you follow your daughter on social media, Wayne? <laughs> like, really? You're going to lecture Dustin Johnson right now? Like, He doesn't, but two million other people do. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. So, but tournament, uh, rock solid. Max Homa, he's my actually my first star of the week. I'm sure he's probably on, he's on everybody's list. He's, no, he's my second star. Um, the win was for a couple reasons other than just the win. Keeping your composure after missing that putt yeah, on 18. And he, like, and smiled then, about laughed about it. I don't know. And then <laughs> the tee shot on 10. Like, it looked like he was dead. Dude, when he hit that, yeah. my dad and I were watching. I was like, I was like, if he pulls this off and then he hits it to, what, eight feet? And I'm like, holy cow. They were course, a little deceptive. I was going to say, with the uh, camera, They were a little deceptive with the original yeah. TV angle coming from, like, the back corner of the green made it look like it was sitting literally against the trunk, oh, which it wasn't. Saying, yeah. It wasn't until they got over and the cameraman was kind of behind the tree that you could see. But at least there was some room to hit the ball. And he was past. He was further into towards the green than I thought he was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because when he hit it, I thought it rolled up on that side. And I was like, oh, he's going to have to hit left-handed. But yeah. then it rolled on the other side of the tree. So it was. <laughs> but he's playing this week, and he was not in this week. Right. There was a there was a couple guys. I think Burns was the same way. If Burns would have won last week, he would have been in this week. Yep. They were so not in this week. There was like three of the top five guys, if they would have won, would have been in this week. So that, I mean, I thought it was good golf. I loved, I loved the playoff. I'm trying to watch golf. Russ is texting me that there's, you know, boogity boogity NASCAR going on. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> now it's raining. And even though Russ claims not to be a NASCAR expert, he was explaining to me like rain tires and how much time <laughs> you had. And like, <laughs> just I'm, learning quickly or? I'm not going to lie. I've, I've dove in the deep end this year Ooh. on NASCAR. So did you get like the speed channel? So they had called up. Your TV <laughs> well, you provider. don't have to, you, NASCAR. You don't have to worry about fans. You can't, fans don't ruin it. Most sports, you, you ruin it. Aren't they fans. still letting fans into most of the events? Well, yeah, this but I'm year, saying like, with NASCAR, you don't really see the fans. So it makes it, it, it makes it feel normal then. Okay. Like a, like I, a I normal scoring that, yeah. <clears throat> You're just listening on TV. It's right. Yeah. Is that what they sound like? Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> so they had, the, they had the truck series Friday night. The Oh, you're going you're going all in. Xfinity series <laughs> Saturday night, and then the big race Sunday. This all is why we haven't heard from Russ in days. Daytona road track. <laughs> Calling them I'm trucks gonna, seems far-fetched to me. They're, they're yeah, trucks. they got truck bodies on them. Yeah. I mean, like those is an El Camino a truck? Huh? Is an El Camino a truck or a car? <laughs> they look like El These Caminos look- with like a filled-in bed on them, right? Well, you're not gonna have a fucking like super diesel. Like, don't call it a truck. Could you imagine make it not driving like a truck? F one fifty super diesels. He wasn't around <laughs> for Chevy S times. <laughs> That's what I had. Yeah, Russ had the Blazer version, but I had the truck version. I just made an El Camino reference, and you're saying I'm not old enough for an S ten. Well, yeah, <laughs> you realize the uh, El Camino is a lot different. More, more well known. There. More well known. <laughs> If if I showed a NASCAR truck series truck and a NASCAR to my three year old nephew and asked him which one was the truck, he would tell me. Neither. By the way, <laughs> well that one looks like an El Camino. <laughs> oh, funny, Taylor said the same thing. <laughs> Anyways, Max Homa. Uh yeah, I mean it's a good win, right? Yes, it was, yeah. That was fun yeah. to watch. It was good golf. I was I was so like zoned in on that, and you're texting me like, "Oh, there's NASCAR race going on." I'm like, and then I flip over the race, and I couldn't have driven that race. I'm like, I said to him, "Like, need to cone off some of those extra roads. <laughs> These guys look like they just ran off the track and they're trying to find their way back out." There. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize. I saw. An, oh, I think it was an interview on McAfee. They had someone on last week. They, it Indy this year. They're 
or Bristol. They're putting dirt down on yeah. the Bristol track and racing the NASCARs on the dirt. Yes. The actual stock cars? Right. Yeah. I don't so know I know they do that. this for, they do dirt track racing for. But different cars. Yeah. yeah but they're using this. No, they, they, they do this at Bristol, but they usually, it's uh, they run the, the truck series on them. Right. So this is the first year they're running the, yeah, the, the actual cars. The NASCAR Cup Series, the big boys, are running a dirt race at I mean, Bristol. Most of these guys grew up racing yes. dirt. That's how they get right. into yeah. it. Yes. I'm just I'm I've worked on dirt how cars. Much, how much dirt do you think you gotta put on that it's track? I mean lot. you gotta probably put I mean they're not gonna a go as foot fast. or two? Because they're that obviously digging into it, but at least a couple yeah, of space. Yeah, I wouldn't say a foot well, or two. Don't I mean, it's not also like just dirt. It's most of it's yeah, clay. It's clay. Well, right. But I mean, I assume it's when they're sliding, it's going to dig it up a little bit. So I assume you got to have a good. So that's I'm sitting over here. I've worked on dirt cars, built dirt cars. So I'm trying to think to myself, how on earth do you get a NASCAR with banks like that to set up as low as they set? I mean, they're probably already working on it, right? They're I probably going to look a lot different than they do right yeah. now. Yeah, they 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 have to have modifications to them. There's no you can't sit that low because right. The only way you can get that car <laughs> funny there. Just building up dirt like a plow in front. The only well, way you can get that. It's not going to be able to walk on its side the right way where they set into the corner, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. It's the just going to grind in like a plow at that point. Well, even the trucks do that when you watch. That's a fun-ass race to watch, by the way, the trucks. Because they're not made to run on dirt, and they still try to run them like they're on dirt. So you got to have special shocks. The body's got to have got to be extremely loose. Yeah. Like some of the parts in those cars and those dirt cars are technically not connected to anything. They're just floating. And it's on purpose, and they want it like that, so the cars will rock. And all all a dirt setup is is you got to be able that car's got to lean, but not too far, because if you get in there too far, you're digging too deep, and you're it takes it takes you longer coming out of a corner to get back to balance and like pulling out. Yeah. So there's a it's pretty hard to set up a dirt car. I know some guys and some woodchucks are really really fucking good at it, but it's difficult. So I'm I'm trying to figure out I'm like they got to do something here with the bodies or something tires. Yeah, especially in Bristol, like it's. I don't think Bristol's as banked as like some of these other ones, but uh, it's uh, gonna be gonna be interesting to watch those cars run yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be watching I'll, that. I'll I'm looking that forward one. to it. When is it? Do you know, expert? I don't know that offhand. June twenty third. No, no, it's, no, no idea. <laughs> it's earlier than that, I think. Which, Isn't that every Sunday at this point? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> which uh, we talked about. Like, we didn't couldn't do it because of uh, the vid, but. Maybe this summer we can peck some beers and go to the track. Oh. You've never done that, have you? I have done that one. Have you, have you ever done it? I have. Have you? Ross has a good went story on a about that. Da- went on a double date there. <laughs> At the hall? Yeah. <laughs> Ross has a good story. She loved it. I think, oh, it's a good I think it's time. the story I'm thinking of. That's a yeah. good time. When they when they call the cops. That's You're, that's every week almost. Say, you're not then zeroing you're... in any closer. So <laughs> we'll right. talk about it. We'll talk about it after. I, th- I think it's the thing I'm thinking, of, but maybe not. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yes, it is. All right. Like, the, um, and you haven't lived until you had the Woodhall cocktail. <laughs> yeah. It's when it gets really dry out, and that there's just dust everywhere. And you're holding your beer, and there's oh, like man. a ring of dirt. You just <laughs> am I wrong? There? Yeah, I love yeah, when I people have like yeah. the goggles on, and it's like, <laughs> and they just have like the anti sunglasses <laughs> <Yeah>. tan. <laughs> That's a good time. I did that for a couple of years. I did that. I was worked on the car, set up the car and shit. I was like every week. I'd play in a golf tournament and drive back just for the race. <laughs> like I played I, Mansfield one year and drove back to back to 
to Ben County, New York for a damn race and drove back to Mansfield. Do what you got to do. It's a good time, though. We had a lot of fun doing it. Drink a lot of beer. <laughs> then Ailey moved home. I kind of stopped doing it. So. Looks like it's the weekend of, see, it says March. Weekend of the Masters. We're March out. 20th, <laughs> uh, so must be March 28th. Oh, I'm free. <laughs> uh, Guess what we're doing, boys? We have a NASCAR party. Is it a night race? I hope so. They're throwing the out trucks are usually at night. Um, the practice session is uh, sponsored by Bush's <laughs> Bush's Beans. Friday's <laughs> Bush's yeah. Beans practice sessions will feature. Bu- Holy shit, man! <laughs> I'm still. <laughs> they, they got the dog running around. <laughs> I'm still digesting. He he went to uh, a dirt track and a double date. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Best part was her friend loved the idea. Like, she was jealous. I mean, it is a good time. When's the last time you um, was? Has it been a while? A couple of years for me, yeah. yeah this was, more than a couple of years. This is probably, this would have been about five years ago for me. Uh, I was probably there. I'm like, <laughs> she's might, my kid. Been, yeah. It's probably there. I'd never, I hadn't sat in the stands in years. I was always in the pits. <laughs> the kid that won a big race failed the weigh-in afterwards. He was pissed because he said he didn't change anything on the car from whatever prior race where he won. And yeah, okay. Yeah. Seen that shit before. Yeah. Right. I, the, I, le- the lead brick in your trunk, you just forgot to put that back in. They, you that's literally in. what they are. Yeah. yeah. They're bolted down weights Yeah. in the back of your car, depending on how someone is. 2,400 pounds, man. That's the limit. Like, just be 2,400 pounds. <clears throat> that was always a big deal up there, too. I'm going down a damn rabbit hole. Is that, empty, going, is that empty or with a driver? What's that? Is that with the with driver? driver? With the driver. Because they have yeah. scales on the track. Yeah. You have yeah. to be over or under? At least 2,400. Yeah. Interesting. When yeah. you said weigh-in, I didn't realize that was even... I knew, obviously, that they're getting checked for their parts and all that stuff to be conforming, but they I didn't realize that, that the weight was... Well, I'm sure that they do. <clears throat> but when you said weigh-in, I was like, this. we're talking about dirt track racing, not mud wrestling. What's going on with the weigh-ins <laughs> here? I didn't yeah, realize that was a part of it. There's a scale on I the infield. I don't, I don't think they weigh in for mud wrestling. <laughs> when you fin- yeah, when you finish the race. <laughs> I don't race. have a lot of experience with that either, so... There's a scale on the infield when you finish the race before you exit the track, right? You have to go over the scale. Yep. So you can't like go to your pit and come back. There's a scale in the pit too. Yeah. So they, they used to say, uh, they used to do both. And then at one point they just moved everything down to the track. But when you went up into, when you first went up that hill into the pits, there was like a red building right there. And there was, that was, that was a scale. So you'd have to like, someone worked it. You have to pull up and come onto the scale and then they'd wave you off. And then they pulled it down on the track, and guys would get shady about it too. They would just they'd finish the race, and they knew they were underweight, and they water the track a couple times a night. Usually, the the lower half of that it's oh, not really try track. To pick up mud, huh? Yeah, they'd run around the infield real slow to try to like pick up mud and go across the scale and just get yourself an extra hundred pounds up into the wheel yeah. wells. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't cheating. You ain't trying. I was, <laughs> the kid I was, uh, I helped two people with their car, but we knew one night guy was cheating with his carburetor. It was like. It was obvious. You could hear it. You could just like hear it. And the techs were idiots that year. They were just, it was a nonstop fight. And uh, he bought his own set of barrels to check carburetors. He had his own set. So they teched that night. Car- they were like, well, he's like, let's do carburetors. Like, we're doing carburetors tonight. The guy pulled his hood off. I can't remember what they were checking. He went back to the trailer and pulled out his barrels, walked over, whoosh, dropped right through the carburetors, illegal. <laughs> Like he's been running that all year. You could you could hear it. Yeah. Those are the good old days, man. Good old days. <clears throat> a lot of a lot of lot of beer. We're going from 
L.A. golf tournament. So you talk Woodhall, New York. Talk about a tangent here. <laughs> I think we should do it this year if they're open. All right. They didn't have fans last year. That's, yeah. I got no problem going. 100% in. Go, going back to golf real quick, though, with the other person in that playoff with Fino. I sent you guys text earlier the, the Puerto Rico open curse, which we which is broke now. Well, I guess if you want to say it's broke, but one guy, everyone who's won the Puerto Rico open, only two guys have won after they won the Puerto Rico open. One guy won the Puerto Rico open again, like I two years later. I wouldn't call that breaking the curse. No, no, that no, that wasn't part of it. But then Hovland won this fall, breaking the curse because he won the won it last year. Mm-hmm. But Finau won it. Um, 2016, and obviously hasn't won since. Um, and a couple of guys who have finished second at that tournament, maybe it's a a helper, Bryson in 17, Spieth in 13, and Jason Day in 2009. So the runner-ups really vault forward. Well, I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't say all of them, but three of them, sure. That we know of. I mean, and, and this, this tournament is always opposite a WGC event, so there's usually not a bunch of big names in it, unless you're young. I mean, if I'm out, you got to just – you're going to get a win. He's already got one. He's going to get a yeah. win. I looked today. He's made $22 million in his career. You hope. I, was just I mean, you hope, he, you hope he makes a cut or no, makes it wins another tournament. Sorry. I mean, if he doesn't, he's made $22 million in his career. Right. That's oh, what yeah. I was just going to say. But I, I feel like wins you. You want the wins. Well, of course he wants the wins. Yeah. So, I like checks. An obvious <laughs> statement there. He, it's a I Kevin mean, Kisner. They pay a lot for 20th. Look, the guy... Went out and shot a 65 on Sunday. It's not like he had the lead and then shit the bed. He's playing outstanding golf, doing what he needs to do. He just homo won the playoff. Like It's not like nobody can claim Tony Finau was not playing good golf. And I don't think anybody noticed this. They brought it up, I think, once in the broadcast. He shot. He played that well on Sunday. He had no idea what was going on with his putter. He was like, I think he's changing grips on the putting green that morning. Right. Yeah. So. I think he'll be all right. I don't know. I don't buy into curses, and Tony Fina will be just fine. I kind of agree with you there. Curses are what you make them, right? Yeah. You let it be a curse. Curses are somebody who's, I don't know, struggling and trying to find a reason other than reality, in my opinion. (laughs) I agree. Don't tell the people of Chicago that. The same people that have a World Series win the last decade? They do now. It took well, 100 years. Okay. Well, they should have built non-shitty teams then. Touche. Touche. I mean, I've been advocating for Tony the last few weeks saying we, with our golf pool that we all do, like, if you're going to pick someone for a money for right. the, the season long run, yeah. you know he probably won't put up many wins, but I've been saying he's going to put up top 10. He's a cash cow. I, hey, you I, probably uh, should because you, know, I you probably and, should because my advice seems good at this point. You and Evans are like battling for the toilet bowl right now. Might be because you picked John Daly. Which, Might by the way, I put like some random. You still have to pick this week. Yeah, I haven't got your picks this week. He's Finau. Mark it down. Finau. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking Finau. That's what I'm doing. I'm just gonna chase. I, I think. All I think season. he's got a very good chance this week. Tony Finau is winning the 2021 Masters. There it is. Ooh. I'll put that out there right now. Write that down. Ask his ankles. <laughs> Wasn't that at the match? Yeah, he busted like, yeah. ankle and came out and shot yeah. like seven under the next yeah, I was, day. I was say, didn't he, yeah, didn't he finish top like five or something? T- top five, top ten yeah. that year. Two twenty four. Yeah, two twenty four. First year last. Russ nine oh one p.m. There you go. In quotes. <laughs> Tony Fino will win the twenty twenty one Masters. There you go. 
Now in our golf pool, if he doesn't pick Finau that week, well, now he's got to pick him, right? Leave that right there. Ten to one odds, hundred bucks. <laughs> There's a I chance. I the field. You get Tony Finau. <laughs> what odds? Ten to, <laughs> ten ten to, to one. one? No way. You can't. Ten to one. He says. <laughs> you got to give him you like. Wanna... You got to give him like forty to one. Oh, okay. That'll work really well. I'll get a hundred dollars, and get, he'll get four Gs for a guy who's won one time on tour. How confident are you? Sounds like you're confident. A guy who's won one time on tour and you're taking the top 30 15. people in the I'll world. I'll give you 15. <laughs> Those are horrible odds for that bet. I bet you could go get Sounds Finau like right now. I don't believe that he's going to win. I bet you could get Finau just by himself at like yeah. 25 or 30 this, yeah. to 1 right now. Let's look it up. Because he's number one. His odds aren't going to be high. Usually the highest guy is like 9 to 1. At the Masters, yeah, he's got probably a couple top ten. I bet he's. A, I think he's, he's got a top a, five. You're busting yeah. his ankle. Yeah, I feel like he's got a top ten in like every tournament. Yeah. he's ever played in. I would I would agree with that statement. Yeah, <laughs> at least a top ten. Masters, best finish tied tied for fifth. Right, eighteen, seventeen. I don't know. I, I bet he's twenty four to one. I had to put my prices right number in. Your prices right. <laughs> Can't go over. Results in major. Change. He's plus twenty seven hundred right now. So twenty seven one. Pass. <laughs> you were close. Him, him, like blowing out his ankle. As impressive as that was, they ever tell you that the girl I caddied for at Corning, she got shot in Ohio one year and finished top ten the next week. <laughs> That's my kind of girl. <laughs> That's a little crazy. I'm glad it was Ohio and not Detroit. <laughs> she well, was, she might have been in Detroit <laughs> and then she traveled to Ohio. Loud one from Detroit. <laughs> she was in like. I think I think she told me she was like you'd have to. I don't even know if you can look it up. After the first, she played the first round. She's like I had kind of a cold. She's like I was in like the top five or ten after the first round, and I went to a local drugstore to get cold medicine, some lead therapy. Walking through the parking lot, I got hit with a stray bullet. What the hell? Got shot. Finished top ten the next week. <laughs> Jesus, you can look that one up, Kim Williams. If you're looking for it, hmm. great story. Um. Yeah, so Homa, good win. Fino, I think one of the shits on Fino is stupid. Yeah, Taylor, and whatever, whatever curse you think is out there, the guy's made twenty two million dollars in his career. Sign me up for three curses then. <laughs> well, I just looked. I looked earlier today. His last few starts: fourth, the American Express, tied for second at the Farmers, finished second in Saudi Open, and finished second last week. Right. We all um, kind of laughed at Kisner's quote from a few weeks ago, right. and we agreed with him yeah. that they pay out a lot of money for 20th place, right? But then people think Tony Finau's a schmuck for only coming in top five instead of winning. Yeah. So. Where is he in the official world <clears throat> golf ranking? If you're putting up numbers like that, sixth. he's got to be climbing. Yeah, he's up there. I think he's sixth. Can um, you look that up or I can look it up? I got it. We got a stat boy. We're looking up his shit for him. Well, yeah, he's asking us questions. He should be in. He fooled me with that cup because I thought that red tint on the cup yeah. was the that's drink th- inside. That's what I thought. He's at 13. It says up, obviously. It's got the little up arrow, but he's Is right f- behind Brooks, Patrick Reed, Bryson DeChambeau, Webb Simpson, Rory. Patrick What's his FedEx cup rig? Is that sixth? Uh, he's got to be. Yeah, he's going to say he's got to be up there in FedEx. I so. think maybe that's why I was number nine. Can you believe he cut his fucking hair? No. No. Jesus. I don't know. I, I I thought we got a new step boy. The audacity. 
Why? Because he showed up late. That's who. <laughs> Newstat boy wouldn't show up late for the first time on the job. He's uh, sixth on the FedEx Cup. That must be. Yeah. What That's what I was probably in my head. So since we're jumping around big time tonight, Adam said he had a story. Oh yeah. And we didn't allow him to intro it. That's so true. what's your story? Because I'm curious now. So. I'm at a grocery store last week. He got interrupted by Stab Boy showing up late. Yeah, that's, that, yeah, uh, that's that a was good a point. That's also your it's all, fault. It's also yeah. his fault. You turn his mic off or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see myself out. <laughs> so I'm at a grocery store where you have to uh, put a quarter in to get your cart, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And so I which one that so is. You might as well just fucking say all these at this point. <laughs> yeah, all D. I got in trouble. So my coworkers that it's all D, no S on it. There's, so multiple, there's multiple. There's multiple. There is. So there's all. I only go to one. Yeah. But and if I'm a coworker <laughs> correcting me on that, I would have told them to shut up. Yeah. So either so obviously I'm pushing a cart around. We're shopping, and a girl, probably she's probably a teenager with her mom, and she's holding a grocery bag. So she's just filling the grocery bag with stuff. Have you ever said anything louder than you thought you said it? So all the time. <laughs> so, so, so most of the time I don't care. I don't know. I don't know what she was putting in the <laughs> yeah. bag. Louder than I thought or louder than I should have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's putting something in the bag. I was probably like twenty feet away and she puts something in the bag and the bag just drops. The handles rip off it. And I go, nailed it. And they just both turn and look at me. And I'm like, Oh, that, that was quite a bit louder. So you're than that guy, huh? <laughs> so you're <laughs> probably November. No, I, I've been with you when you do similar stuff. Maybe not as loud. No, you have no idea what I'm about to say. Oh, no, no, not this story, but okay. other times. Probably like November-ish. I was at the big. I was at Walmart and <laughs> the big white and blue one. Yeah, the big white and blue one. W A Lamar's. W A Lamar's. So here in the lovely state of New York, they've gotten rid of plastic bags, right? And. On this trip, I'd forgotten a reusable grocery bag, so I had to get a paper one, right? I had that fucker stuffed, okay? Get out in the parking lot. I'm walking in the the traffic aisle. My truck's in the back of the parking lot because that's where I parked. And the bag rips, and my shit goes everywhere, okay? (laughs) I might just hear the story. So I'm trying to gather my stuff up in, I don't know, two-thirds of a paper bag now at this point. (laughs) Lift it up. And it rips again. <laughs> and my shit goes everywhere. And this this asshole along the same lines of Adam walks by me and goes, Oh, that sucks, huh? It's COVID. You can't you can't help people. You could also keep your fucking mouth shut. I thought it was gonna be like drop your groceries. Here's your sign. One of those kind of Yeah. Oh, that sucks, huh? And I just fucking looked at him like one of the two uh, people in that conversation had a gun. <laughs> <laughs> you think you guys know which one did? Thankfully, some kid was watching me. Kid, I don't know, probably Taylor's age. And he walked over and offered to help. Taylor, I, Taylor wouldn't have helped you. Yeah, he would have been videotaping me or something. <laughs> World star. <laughs> Jesus. Couldn't believe it. Well, that sucks, huh? Yeah, no, it's great. I actually, I plan on doing this today. See, it's in my calendar. I had it on my phone. Oh. Two o'clock, drop groceries. You feel like helpless when it happens, too. Yeah. I'm like, I was trying to see where the cart returns were. Could I run to a cart return, grab a cart real quick before a car came and ran over my shit? And I don't know. Well, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I should have said so does Glocks. I was so, I was so dumbfounded he said that that I don't, don't even think I said anything back to him. I just stared at him when he walked by. <laughs> To answer Adam's question, though, I I do know when that happens a lot, and it's like at bars when the jukebox 
cuts from one song to another, and you're like yelling to someone across oh, the bar, boy. and all of a sudden it's like <laughs> really up close, and I everyone hear what you're saying. Story related to that that I will not tell on this podcast. We can tell well, it. I can't I'll tell wait you to hear it. <laughs> well, that's why I just sort it's of gave context myself. It's like normally when that happens, you're saying something that's yeah. Uh, I know some similar same place. I know days. someone said something yeah. as well. <laughs> the one and only time I was in the ballet down here. So. <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> a fucking hat trick by Chris Kreider. Oh boy, Chris I haven't Kreider, laughed like that in a while. Adam's third star of the week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, happened tonight. Which, by the way, one of your stars came through. Yeah, it did. Right after we, we got off the we air. We literally finished airing and airing recording, yep. and five minutes later, McDavid got his 500, so it was good. Uh, I had some more golf news. Next? Oh, All right. more golf Bring news. On. Uh, USJ and RNA ruled that starting next year, you can amateurs can get endorsements, receive more money than the limit. There really isn't a limit anymore. I've already lobbied for my first sponsorship with Moonies. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, you can no longer. So is there a new limit, or they're just saying to be reason? I don't understand. Then you're not, you're not an was... amateur if you're taking that stuff. I just don't get it. No, they changed it. It doesn't matter. Like, so what? Why can't Tiger be like? I, I guess I identify as an amateur, and I'm going to play in the USAM again. I don't think it works that way. Yeah, everyone's an amateur until you turn pro. Yeah, and I assume they had to think about it, right? Because but they did reduce college the, sports as well. Yeah, they right. did reduce like the uh, the wait period to, if you're a pro to go back to amateur. Like, there's a way to just make it quicker. So, I saw a headline on that. I did no reading into it. but So, I'm assuming this means, okay, there's still no paychecks at amateur tournaments, but if Titleist wants to pay me $1,000 as an amateur to wear their hat and carry their bag that week, I'm now allowed to accept that? I believe that's what how I understood it. Okay. And there's no longer a $750 limit of money that I've surpassed for the last 15 years of my life right. each year. Okay. So there's no longer that. You don't have to worry about that stuff anymore. Yeah. I think it's a good thing. I think it has a lot to do with, you know, college sports. I, I heard a quote from a coach, someone who talked to a coach, yeah, uh, who said, well, what do they do when someone on t- Tiger-esque status comes around, comes along, he's the next best thing, and he goes to college, and they want someone wants to pay him, you know, two dollars $300,000, $100,000. How is that fair to the other kids? It ain't about being fair. Like, if a kid's that good, it's like... It's a meritocracy. The best will rise. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm sorry. I'll suck less so and, I don't t- get paid right, and play and golf it, with you. Right, and that that's a risk those companies are making, too. Yeah. It's not necessarily... If that kid's going to play college, it's not a 100% foregone conclusion that he's going to be the next best thing. Yeah, let him I get mean, it while he's good. Someone you mentioned in text message, I want to get into your comment later, but uh, about Hovland. But, I was going to say, I don't um, even remember. R- Ricky Fowler... <laughs> Right, he was right when he came out. He was like the next best thing. Now, obviously, he's been good. I said better than average, probably, but he, he wasn't. Obviously, never won a major, anything like that. So, it's a similar thing, right? It's I don't know. Obviously, if someone paid him in college, it would have probably worked out. But right. there, there's those guys that it wouldn't have worked out. Yeah, I mean, I don't have any problem with it. I think it's. Do you guys remember a couple of years ago there was a girl, younger girl. <laughs> She doesn't play on tour yet, I don't think. She's still very young. She's one of the top amateurs in the country. Um, she? She's, was, like, Asian or something. There was, like, a 14-year-old that played. Okay, yes. A couple of years ago. Yes. Okay, so Wasn't she, there a girl that was, like, 12 that played in the women's? Maybe US that was a, She was very young. Anyway, she was in a commercial commercial for Apple. Right. And then in the USGA, we wanted to, they were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. 
you can't do that. You can't, you know, can't make money off your likeness. And it's like time out. We all have jobs, some of us. And if that's her job to be an, you know, an actor or whatever, right? Like, why can't she do that? Yeah, it's not even a golf-related endorsement, so you're going to tell them they can't right. work at all? She was swinging a golf club in the commercial, they said. Oh. But still, mm-hmm. like, what, if that's, what, oh. if, what if that's her job? I was going to say, because that would be the same as me going and entering an amateur golf tournament, yet I still have a job that pays me. Right. Yeah, still, as long I'm as that endorsement money. doesn't run into the tournament where she's wearing an Apple logo, I don't see how it... Don't be don't be know. looking through your magnifying glass during the tournament. Honey. Magnifying glass. <laughs> but here's what pissed me off about it. <laughs> <laughs> Technicians, <laughs> fucking guy. Here's what pissed me off about it: is they, the USGA, in my opinion, nailed is, it. <laughs> the USGA is right up there. The NCA is just corrupt bullshit. They just do what they want, just make up the rules of it, benefits them. So here's a case where the USGA came on. They wanted to like strike down their iron hammer and go after this girl, which eventually they said, "Well, we're not going to pull your amateur status." But Steph Curry can get exemptions to play on the web.com, who's getting paid by Under Armour. Tony Romo can get exemptions to play on web.com or Corn Ferry events, getting paid by Corona, Skechers, mm-hmm. all these other companies. People signing incorrect scorecards, getting him into round two of Q School. We can go into that later. But this girl does a commercial for Apple and swinging a golf club, and they wanted to remove her amateur status. I was so pissed off. It's like the hypocrisy is just next level. Yeah. I digress. I just ranted there. That's all right. But anyway, I, I think I, th- I think it's something that's been it's been need it's needed for a long time. I always said if anybody ever turned me in for the amount of money I'd won over the years, and I got a letter from the USGA or they approached me, I just looked at them and be like, okay, well, go fuck yourself. I'm still going to play in the same tournaments. Like no one around here is going to tell me like, oh, you can't play, right? Nothing's changed other than the USGA thinks that they're going to strike down their iron fist and be like, you can't. You're an, you're not a pro. If I show up to play in the Joe Smith Open or Walt McGill, they're not going to tell me no. Yeah. So I'm just I was like, whatever. Yep. Anyway, what else we got? Yeah. You guys got. I'm, I'm talking about this golf guy though. You said Hovland was. I forgot how you worded it. I don't want to look right now on my phone. Gonna get and, you too heated if you do. And I I forget how you worded it. Something like an average. He will turn out to be an average golfer. Like Ricky Fowler or somebody else, or tell, I think right, it was Finau. I've got it right here. I said I like Victor. I just see him mixing into the pack like a Tony Finau and or a Ricky, and not really breaking through and winning a lot. You said Tiny Finau. I did say Tiny <laughs> Finau, which is kind of funny because he's massive. Just put Victor wrong, but I may or may not have been in motion at that point. So, so what do you consider? I don't know how many wins Ricky Time has. Out. So we got tech issues again. Pause. Pause. Camera's still on. It'll come back in a second. <laughs> don't don't talk, Taylor. You got something in your mouth? I can see it. It's a wiener. <laughs> Tiny Fino. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing that. I can look up Fowler's wins. <clears throat> come on, hurry up. We got info on the tip of our tongue here. I just unplugged it and plugged it back in and nothing happened. Type in Ricky Fowler and Allison Stoke comes up first Ooh, thing. When, nice. I type in, when I type in Ricky Fowler, that's the first yeah. thing that comes up. I'll get back to my search in about <laughs> okay, 15 <right>. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Unpause. Um, 
You said tiny pheno. Yep. You said tiny pheno. So maybe, maybe, I don't know, using Tony Fino as an example, but I go back to my prior argument of mixing. If Victor mixes into the pack and finishes top five every tournament and earns. See, you guys are shaping it up like I was talking shit. I didn't say he's not going to end up making $50 million in his career. Right. I just don't see what? him winning three but, majors or. So, Twenty tournaments. Or so Ricky's got five wins. If you'd care to contest that, I'll prepare my defense. <laughs> so what's your you defense? Made it sound like you were coming into an argument here. <laughs> I feel like a judge right now. <clears throat> so what? So Fowler's got I'm defending my statement, not Victor. Overruled. Fowler's got five wins. What? What do you consider getting out of that pack? <clears throat> because not many golfers have over ten wins. And let's also right, consider well, that the the pack that I see over the next ten years is very good. Yes. All right. I guess I've oh. had this stored up, and Back. it's sort of a question. Backtrack. That I was gonna. No, no, no. It was a question <laughs> I was gonna pose to you guys anyway on a slow night. And I guess here we are. All right. And pose that away. Sort of elicits it. I put just a weird random thought of: Does getting close to winning and losing affect your legacy more than winning once? Like, think of Dustin Johnson. His legacy up until he won was that he's a choker because it happened and happened and happened. Do you think that will always stay with him? I mean, now he's gone on a tear where he could, he's overcome that, but well, that doesn't happen yeah, often. Didn't Nick, doesn't Thomas Nichols Bjorn, have like Thomas Bjorn's open second-place finishes? All I can think about with Thomas Bjorn or Greg Norman is just... Microphone. It's just that they blow up. I don't. So I, I have an app on my phone where I just check my bank balance. <laughs> that would probably do it for me. I'd be like, oh, I feel all right. All right. <laughs> I don't like to answer questions with questions, but I feel like there's an appropriate one here. But another side question first. How many wins does Ricky have? Five. Okay. Who do you consider a more successful golfer, Ricky Fowler or Tony Fino? That's a good question. That's a really good question. Because I would say I lean towards Tony Fino as the better, more successful golfer. Well, yet he has four less wins. We're talking about the well, bank account things. The, players too. the bank account yeah. becomes the big thing, is what it seems like, is the definitive thing. Ricky Fowler has branded himself pretty powerfully. Tony Finau, if you talk, if you go out to a store, you don't see Tony Finau on clothes or on a billboard. How about, how Ricky about, Fowler somehow pops up winnings. in all these places okay. all the time. Fowler winnings. Fowler winnings, I can look it up. Yeah. If we're talking well-rounded. I, like I feel like the initial part of this argument with Hovland was based strictly on the golf course. Then I would say Tony Finau's probably a better player. Okay. Right. I think Tony Finau's a better player right now. Fowler went through a stretch. We finished top five in all the majors in one season. Correct. Which was an unbelievable run by him. Yeah, I don't he think. Was like, what was he, and then a year later. six under par for the majors or and something? And a year later, he won the players. I, I don't think Fowler's. Didn't, but didn't win. Back to your argument. I don't think Fowler's washed. I think he's going through some changes right now with a swing that it might click. Yeah, but curious what Fowler's earnings What's are on the court. I'm, I'm guessing he's got to be close to 15 to 20. If not more. He quietly made the cut last week and finished, I think. Like 30th, 25th, yeah. somewhere like that. He played well last week. Um, I think Hovland, of of the Hovland, Morikawa, Wolf, because I think those are the three that are going to be compared forever. I, Hovland's the weakest of the, the links. I I would disagree. I would, I would think You're he's going to have you. the most. No, I think Hovland will have the best career of the three. Out of who? Morikawa, Wolf, and Hovland. I don't. Overall, no. I think he will have no. the best career. I don't. 
I would Morikawa's take, I'd take Morikawa all day in that argument. I'd put I'd put that at Morikawa, Wolf, Hovland. Morikawa will probably do okay, but Morikawa's overshadowed coming out of college because Hovland won. Same with Wolf. Right, well, what, right, he played against Wolf growing up too. So, well, they, uh, Hovland and then Hovland won the USAM that year. I've got thirty eight point nine million for Ricky. Uh, thirty nine two fifty six. It's a hell of a so mine's ten probably. year career. Or how, I don't know how long he's been on tour. That's obviously he's got a win, five wins in there, which is right there's right there's like ten million, right? If not, or close to it, eight to ten. Especially million. the players was a big paycheck, right? For sure. Yeah, that's probably what one point seven, one point eight million right there. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> still got a lot of, more money than Fino on the course, right? I think Hovland's going to be very successful. I guess only time will tell. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. He's got right. a great attitude. I like the guy. It's, it's we won't an, even know this. I'm not trying to be inflammatory. Fifteen years much. from now, but yeah, I I have no idea where we're going with this. I don't either, or what the point of this even was. That he didn't think Hovland was very good. I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to think <laughs> of somebody <laughs> who was. I got, I got somebody in mind. I want to look at somebody. Brad Faxon, just for example. Brad Faxon. He's played basically in his entire career, right? Does he commentate a little bit? Yeah, he's on. Yeah, he's played his entire career. Yeah, <laughs> well, he's, at, he's at the back end of right, his career, right? Right, but that throws right. it off a little bit, right? Because of purses weren't as big. I'm not talking about money. I'm just talking. Oh. I'm gonna look like wins. I oh. can't remember what. I bet she's got twelve. Totally random throwout number. I would have no clue what Brad Faxon has, win wise. I think he's in the Hall of Fame. Two wins. Two. What? Two. He must have been good at, at merchandising or something. I, <laughs> He's got potters, no right? reason that I He's feel got like potters I've seen him in infomercials. They threw the Champions Tour in there. I want the PGA Tour. Oh, boy. Hmm. Zero. Would eight. that be one? In, oh. What? Wait, two to eight? Eight. You got eight PGA Tour wins, oh. two on a Champions oh, Tour. Okay. All right. That's pretty impressive. Eight. I More mean, than Ricky Fowler. I mean, right when you right when and they say it all the time is, I think there's only four active guys with over 20 wins. DJ Faxon hasn't won since 05. Tiger and Phil. The, Ernie doesn't have that many. I'll look it up. <laughs> yeah, Come on, Stat Man. <laughs> I wouldn't really consider Ernie active on the PGA Tour, though. In my opinion, it wasn't the. What was it, like a <coughs> six-putt on the first green of the Masters in that last year? Oh, yeah. Had to bring that up. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I think what I, the point I was just trying to point – I'm not trying to make a point. I'm actually just trying to, like, compare. His Fowler's got five wins. Some guys have really great careers and don't get five wins. Mm-hmm. And, like, you, you threw the word in there, Hall of Fame. Yeah. You know, they end up – So, Fowler's not – right now, right, he's not a Hall of Famer. But back 20 years ago, he probably would have been a Hall of Famer. At five I guess unless it's unless the impact you have on the game is somehow factored in. It, which Think it, about the way he's yeah. affected the youth which, in golf. Which it completely could be. Yeah. I was going to say, he is not, in my opinion, a Hall of Fame player. Right. No. Yeah. Hall of Fame athlete, golfer, whatever you want to. I don't know how Influencer. you. Influencer. Yeah. I don't know how you word that, but yeah. But I think. Uh, right. And he how, how much did he help that Oklahoma State golf program? Yeah. After he committed to Texas and showed up to the U.S. and with Oklahoma State had covers. That's how he announced he was going to Oklahoma State. Nice. Like you said, the purses are different. 
Ernie Els has 19 tour wins on the PGA Tour. He's made he made 49 million dollars. I was told close. You, told you didn't have 20. But price is right. I'm out. <laughs> but you look at what would Fowler have? 39. Yeah, 39 million. Probably played yeah. half of what he's played or less. Yeah. So, I guess by whatever measure, yes, I believe Hovland will have a successful career. However, you want to define that. I believe Morikawa out of that group will have the best career. I agree. So do we, so do we all agree then that we don't think Wolf will have of the three? He'll Wolf. have a Spieth esque career, if you ask me. I think he'll have a hot streak in, where he might win a major or two in a row. In my opinion, I think that swing. I think the swing and the, all the movement might yeah. hinder. Him Everyone's a been bit. saying that about Furyk for decades too. It's all about impact. I, I mean, it's about six inches of the swing that really matter. When I look at those three, she said, more to me, Morikawa, in my opinion, is the best of those three, and I would put Hovland and Wolf kind of on the same plane of they're going to have good careers. They're probably going to both have whatever three to six wins and they'll go on to be successful. But I would put Morikawa ahead of those two. Yeah, I'd probably put Morikawa. Right, and they combined have five wins right now, I believe. Hovland didn't – he didn't produce like I think they expected him to once he came out. I don't Mm -hmm. think he did. I mean, they thought that he was going to come on and be like – I do think we're in this – era of the last couple of years and it's not going to stop anytime soon where these successful college players come out and they're going to be expected to get eight wins in their rookie year and it's just that's not yeah. life on the tour guys are definitely more prepared coming out of college to win immediately yeah on the pj yeah. tour the talent yeah. is there that's an interesting perspective because i don't know if you remember tiger bef- right before he came on tour he was talking with an older player and he's saying something along the lines of tiger how do you think it's going to go and he says i expect to win like immediately, and I expect to win a bunch of major majors. And the guy sort of chuckled at him, and he's like, "I don't think you understand how it is out here, son." And of course, he came out and did it right out of the yeah, out of the gate. Yeah. But he was the. Uh, but there was probably what like ten guys that you could win at that point, and now you've Russ got, is really onto something though. Where that narrative before was, it takes time to really get comfortable with that situation and sort of work your way into the tour. But now, like Morikawa and that that generation, they're all saying, "Well, he didn't win this." This opening yeah. season, yeah. are we ever going to see but, him light it up? Or? But remember, Tiger was under the microscope from, I don't know how old, 13, 14. Two. Where, Two. Well, he was on well, right, Johnny Barsley. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, was. yeah. So, whereas Morikawa and Hovland, like, they kind of went on a, I wouldn't even call it a microscope at that point. He, they were well known, obviously, when Oklahoma State, mm-hmm. they didn't, they did win it their junior year, but they didn't win it senior, whatever it was. So, I think they were known then but yeah Morikawa kind of went under the radar all the way through Cal wasn't a they're a good program but they're not a great program so I'll give you another example of kids that came out right around that same time that same thing completely overshadowed look what Scotty Scheffler's done since he's been on tour yeah no one talked about Scotty Scheffler unless you followed amateur golf because it was all about Doug Gim because he had a really good successful you know amateur career and I don't think he won the USAM. I think he finished runner-up that one year. I can't remember, but... Yeah, I didn't know about Scheffler until his name was on the leaderboard. Yeah. I knew who he was. That's. I mean, when you think about the depth of the top-tier players in the PGA Tour right now, it's ridiculous. I mean, you know, we think of a player as, well, you didn't win six times this year. Did you really live up to expectations? But if we sit here today and go over the next 10 weeks and you get wins from, you know, in a row from... Morikawa, Hovland, John Rahm, and then 
Justin Thomas sneaks out a win, and then Rory, and then, and then Fino wins the Masters, and then Dustin Johnson wins one. Three in a row. You know what I mean? On my list. Scotty Scheffler wins one. All those guys are expected to win, so that would seem normal, but then at the end of the year, you look and, oh, well, Rory only won one tournament. Well, look at the competition out mm-hmm. there. Yeah. That's what I was trying it's to point insane. out is it's it's – some guys don't win as much as we all think they do when you look back on it. Yeah. That's you get, why you got guys like Webb Simpson sneaking there that he won what three or four times last year. And the US Open. That's why I think us sitting at this table have done pretty good about evaluating like top ten finishes lately. Because that's why I think Finau's successful, right? He gets all those top tens and that's kinda how you gotta be successful in out there nowadays. Well this kind of actually I was going to bring it up in my stars, but bring it up now. It's kind of the same thing. Shifting tours. My second star of the week was Hayden Buckley. I don't know. Did you guys see this story? He's my second star Disney as well. <laughs> so Hayden Buckley. I'm throw you guys off. Hayden Buckley tried to Monday qualify for the Corn Ferry last week. Didn't make it. Was the first alternate. Showed up Thursday at 6 o'clock. There was a picture of him, pitch black, on the range, hitting balls. Uh, just the, in case. I did just in that. case. You're there that early. You're You might not tee off at all. Or you might get a call and say, hey, you're at the 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Goes to the putting green at 7 o'clock. They called him at, well, they called him at 7 o'clock and said, you're on the tee at 7-17. Won the tournament. Holy shit. Yeah. Got yeah. into the playoff and buried the first playoff hole and won the tournament. Yeah, three-man playoff. Didn't have a tee time Thursday morning. Did you see Ben? Ben missed the uh, cut to qual- Monday qualify into the, I think the Puerto Rico Open is what it was for. Oh, really? He shot 64. Five or sixty-six, but there were it was like three spots. Someone shot like went eight deep, seven deep. There were probably ten dudes that went six deep, and he had to go to a playoff and didn't make it. But that's all I was going to bring up it's is crazy. This kid didn't make it. Monday doesn't get in. Monday qualifying, it gets in as an alternate, wins that week, and that just shows the depth. I mean, we don't, I don't want to get down this road of Tiger versus Jack, but I've always said Tigers. 15 was better than Jack's 18 because of the depth of field and the talent there is now compared to when Jack played. Yeah. I mean, I remember when Bryce a few years ago qualified for the LeeCom event up in Erie. He sent me a, he sent me a link to the scoreboard from the Monday qualifier. He shot like 65. Somebody shot 64. The kid that shot 64 had driven there like through the night, slept in his car, and got up for the Monday qualifier. Shoot 64. Bryce shoot 65. There was like one other person that got There was another 65 that got in. And like you just said, there was like five, six guys that shot six under. Didn't get in. Like, thanks for playing. Everyone thinks their local stick has the chops, but there's it's just crazy. a time a dozen guys that go You got to play right. You got to play well at the right time. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. That's all. It's just. It's, you got to dunk one bunker shot at the John Deere Open, and then you're good. <laughs> you're not joking. I know I'm not. <laughs> that that might have propelled Speed's career. I mean, get on the plane. You're going to the British Open. Yeah, he wasn't in. I remember that. I remember the interview. Do you have rain gear? I don't. Maybe Under Armour will send it to me. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that was, he was not in. But yeah, that's pretty impressive. That, I mean, it just shows how deep. And I don't want to get into the whole Tiger Jack thing. Maybe we can do that some other mm-hmm. time. But I have always said that I thought golf courses were firmer, faster, and fields were deeper when Tiger played and was in his heyday. Then yep. we just mentioned a couple guys Ernie Els, David Duvall was number one in the world, tearing it up. Mm hmm. And Tiger comes along and just made it look easy. Right. And not that Phil was like overshadowed, but he was overshadowed by Tiger. Right. He's got think what, 47 what wins. Yeah. Right. He's got 47 wins. And how many more majors would he have? Right. And how many more it's majors all would Ernie have? What Tiger did. I bet yeah. he'd have a U.S. Open too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a shot at him. That was a legitimate thing. Yeah. 
So yeah, I just impressive. I was like, that's crazy. Just a picture of him like hitting balls into the darkness on six o'clock in the morning, yep. not knowing if you're right. ever gonna get a, even gonna get in, but you might as well show up. Yeah, yeah. Him walking out with his dog after he won too. Yeah, his his girlfriend or wife, whatever, had had their like little dog with her. He's like carrying the dog, high fiving people. <laughs> it was bonkers. He made it. Made a uh, hundred eight thousand dollars. Probably paid six hundred dollars to play in the Monday qualifier. Made hundred eight. So you said Ben missed it for this week. Yeah, he got into the playoff, but lost in the playoff. Gotcha. Par seventy one, I think, because I said sixty five. I think he shot six under. Oh, he has some status on the Latin tour, right? Yeah, I'm not sure to what extent that is, but he'll keep qualifying this way, I think, and end up having at least somewhat of a career. Yeah. Unless he runs out of money. I don't know what his backing is, but. Uh, probably lessons at a decent rate that he's teaching. <laughs> that doesn't pay for a lot of travel in Monday qualifiers. It's, I'm, not, I'm not kidding. No, 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 I know. It's like $600 or 650 to play in a Monday qualifier. Depending on the event, it is. No, no, I'm, I'm I not, paid it once. I know that. I know that they are. I was thinking that's only what ten hours tops of teaching that week, and then you work your normal day job. You go to one a month. I, I could see sustaining that without a lot of help, but I think he's got a few sponsors. Yeah, you got to have help unless you're just Maverick McNeil and your dad's a billionaire. That's right. That's what I want. Did you look that house up yet? The McNeely house? What, am I supposed to be in the market for it now that I get a haircut? You think I got a billion dollars? You kind of look like Maverick now. It's not a billion dollars. It's like six fifty. <laughs> oh, whoops. Million. <laughs> six fifty million. Yeah. With an M. Not a B. So I can keep the change. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right, you guys got some hockey, correct? Yeah. Or he had hockey. I want, He's got some. Yeah, I, I just want to talk hockey a little bit. Some of these guys are absolutely tearing it up this year. McDavid, Dreisaitl, Matthews, Patty Kane. Slowly is quietly, I should say. I think he's got 30 points now, which is mm-hmm. unbelievable on a team that everyone thought would very struggle. Now, they're not, I don't know where they are in the standings. It could probably look, but um, he's playing very well. He had another three points last night, I think. How many games in are they now? Almost half, probably. Probably 20. Well, well Buffalo's played like 14, but some teams are probably almost 20. Yeah. So a third, a close, at least a third. Probably. They average what three games a week or four games a week? Some teams are playing four. It I, depends I heard, on the COVID. It's just all over the, the COVID place. crap is. I mean, yeah. Dallas is very far. Be- Dallas had COVID trouble at the beginning. Then the storms in Dallas. I think they said they've got to make up like ten or eleven games, which is absolutely crazy <laughs> to think about. Even like Buffalo's game. Friday obviously got postponed because they're making up a game tomorrow. I don't know if they're making. If, I don't know if tomorrow's like make up or whatever it was. Yeah, but then they got to play Saturday again, so they canceled Friday's game. So, but they said they're going to try to get all fifty six in. Did you see what the temps were in Texas? I think oh, it yeah. was today yeah. or yesterday. <laughs> Eighty degrees. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, so it I, this year I think it's been crazy. So I'll, I'll let you kind of talk about maybe some of these top guys or what, what you think. Obviously this year. I have something, the North Division, the Canadian Division, something about it. But what, how, how do you feel about these guys, I, I like, say, putting, up crazy, putting up crazy points? Uh, some of these guys are putting up right, almost two points a game yeah. right now. Um, I think some of it has to do with familiarity. You've got – you're only playing within your division, so you're only playing the same, like, seven teams right. all season. 
Um, when you give whatever argument you want to make, McDavid, arguably the best player in the world, give him and Dreisaitl, two of the top five players in the world on the same team, you give them a chance to play a same team uh, three times in a week, which we're seeing some of that too, where right. not only are they playing a lot of games, some of these teams are actually playing the same team six or seven times in a row. Um, you give those guys a chance to study, if you will, whether it's film or actually on the ice, they're going to find holes in defensive systems. Yeah. I don't know if you watched the Edmonton game last night. No, I didn't. They were down 3-1, and then all of a sudden, I'm just watching, and they were down 3-1, and I, I was pissed already because I had the Edmonton goalie, so I was I was upset, so I wasn't really paying attention. Then I like, I started like watching. They ended up winning the game 4-3. Like, I think yeah. they were down 3-1 with, like, I don't know, 12 minutes left in the third. Do you think having a bunch of games in a row like this leads to more animosity and more fights because you've got, yeah. instead of the two games and then you leave and you don't see them for a month, you've got the guys That's why fights. historically playoff series get very, very chippy in hockey for That's that exact figured, reason. Yeah. And, yeah, we are kind of seeing that. Who was the fight I saw on social media the other day? Uh, there, probably. There, there was a couple the past couple weeks. What did you just say? Probably Marcus Foligno. You're talking yeah. about. Where Dusted he, that dude, then he called the referees like, yeah, you got to come so, get this, come get your man. So this, <laughs> this kid on the Sharks, remind me to come back to the point scene. Yeah, this kid on the Sharks was apparently chasing Marcus Foligno around for a while. Foligno finally something happened. They he dropped the gloves to fight, and Foligno landed three absolute huge haymakers. Bops. And it was very Foligno was very experienced in fighting, and he I think he recognized this kid was out of his league. Landed three huge punches bloodied him badly, and Felino just stopped and told the ref to get in to break the fight up. It was like <laughs> That's he, cool, he, knew, he knew he was going to seriously hurt that kid. I mean, it's not like those going. guys a lot of the time are really that angry. It's just like, all right, you piss me off. Let's do what we do, and then when it's done, yeah. it's done. Yeah. You see and, a lot of high-fiving and handshakes afterwards. Yeah, and that's what you see with hockey. There's, I think there's a there's a respect factor with those yeah. guys that always fight. Yeah. Uh, Wayne Simmons for Toronto broke his yeah. Broke his wrist, or I think fractured whatever he did to his wrist. He's out for a while. Did a fighting during a fight. Yeah, see what happened. As far as the the scoring, I think the North Division, which is the All Canadian Division, trying to think as I say this, but I I would say they have the weakest defensive cores and goaltending of the four divisions. Yeah, and therefore I don't think it's any coincidence that four of the top five in scoring in the league are in that two of them are on Edmonton McDavid and Dreisaitl and two are on Toronto right. Matthews and Marner yes. so I, I think that has something to do with that's it so that was going to be my question they're picking apart weak goalies like, in defense the north division I feel like is very top heavy and they're just eating alive these teams on the bottom yep. so it's hard to say like yeah with Marner and Matthews and McDavid and Dreisaitl and Mc- Matthews is my third star of the week. In the last five games, he's got seven goals, five assists, which is just crazy. But him and McDavid are going back and forth. McDavid's got 38 points in I don't know how many games. Edmonton's played like 18, 19 games. So um, they're they're just flying around right now. But I, I feel like the North Division is very top-heavy. Is and, the NHL going to get back? Are they trying to get back on schedule this year? Is that why they did the shortened season? That I think that's their. That was the theory. I think I think next season's still going to be a little. Affected I was just saying. I, I I expect a little, maybe like a month delay or so, but obviously not the three month delay that we saw this year. But, but it's it's been. I've been trying to watch more. I haven't watched as much of the, the West Division. Obviously, Colorado and 
Vegas played Tahoe, um, which I guess we can kind of touch on a little bit. That was this past weekend, but um, I haven't watched as much that division or the the South I, Central, what, where the hell the other division is with mm. Tampa and Florida and Dallas and Nashville and Chicago or whatever those teams were. Obviously watching a ton of the East, um, but the East has been very fun to watch, I think. Um, Buffalo's been f- fucking terrible. You guys jump watch. off that wagon yet? I'm not. I'm not off the wagon, but we're getting. Cl- I think we're close. They're super frustrating. I'm. <laughs> um, I, I didn't expect going in that, but the I'm starting to get on board. That I think the best thing for Buffalo to do is trade Jack Eichel. It, it's um, it's. <laughs> I hate to say, it, but I, it feels like that's got to be the way to go. Because now they're going to get a shitload in return. Just have fight, Taylor, oh. on your phone. Yeah, so you can watch it. Um, oh, okay, gotcha. Their progress in rebuilding has been so slow that I don't see them contending legitimately for at least three years. Right. Even with Eichel, and he's still got he's averaging almost <laughs> a point a game right now. Yeah, which is crazy. He looks. People are claiming he's injured, or he's snake bitten and can't score. I think he looks disinterested and doesn't want to be in Buffalo. He, there's two teams that have been thrown out, and the Rangers and Kings, that have a the prospect pools and b the cap space to make a trade for him. So, I know you guys won't know these names. I would, I would be willing to trade him to L.A. Get Peterson. First of all, Peterson. Cal. Hell no. All right. You're gonna trade Jack Eichel for well, Cal not, Peterson not, as a as a piece as a piece, not a not the main piece of it. No, Cal Peterson kissed my ass. He's like a third string goalie on a shitty team. All right. <laughs> he's he's about to fucking win this game tonight. He better. I got money on it. It's the Miller Light talking. <laughs> yeah. If you could trade Jack Eichel and get Quentin Byfield, Mikey Anderson, who is a 21-year-old defenseman who's playing with Drew Doughty, and like a first-round pick. Okay, so then you've got a pick you can turn into another good prospect. And Byfield was what? Probably, what was he, third pick? He was second overall second this past draft. You've got a good young defenseman to help build around. He was just right there on TV. And then three years from now, when they are... 22 years old, you've got Cousins and Byfield as your one and two centers. I don't mind that. Who do the Rangers have that the, – I don't know if the Rangers have anything I don't like that, that could match that. Yeah. But. It'd have to – I think you would have to ask for Lafreniere and Adam Fox. Right. The young defenseman. Yeah, Fox would be a – This is the equivalent of the Bills struggling a year ago or something – it's it's a tough comparison because the Bills are in the playoff. This debate is the same as do you trade Josh Allen for pieces? Like that's like what Houston's doing right now. Mm-hmm. Similar, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. I guess similar to the Watson deal right now. Yeah, I, yeah, it really is. The only difference in hockey with the hard salary caps and whatnot, you can actually get decent return for players. Right. I feel like tra- trades in the NFL, you never get what the player is valued at. Right. Yeah. That- Whereas it's gonna be interesting. I, I I don't know when the trade deadline is this year. It's gotta be coming up in the next probably th- it's like three April. to four weeks. Uh, yeah, March. I know. I thought it was, it was like March, March, maybe 
Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't conflict with that NASCAR race, does it? <laughs> doesn't matter. We no. can we can find okay. two screens. <laughs> so that fight, holy shit, that's intense. Yeah, and you can tell the kid has no idea. What that's he's a doing. kid that has he's no idea. He's trying to create space, and everybody knows if it's not going your way, you got to yeah. get close, close yeah. the space. Don't push him away. Yeah. He's got more room to. Yeah, and Flynn just the way that he like looks over nonchalantly to the ref while he's holding the kid, and just waves him in. Come on, buddy. So yeah. Felino's a former saber. And he's probably what six four, he's, six five. I would say he's about, yeah, I think he's six three, six four, and like two thirty. He's he's not the guy you want to tangle with when you don't know what you're doing in a fight. Looks like a guy I do want to tangle with because when he starts beating the shit out of me, at least he'll show me mercy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've seen it before. I got another fight. guy has no business in a fight. Wait, we're going to talk about that in a minute. That's picking we'll a fight with, it out on that. Picking a fight with a guy at six six two 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 thirty. So, <laughs> I was talking about myself. Must be going, oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay, <laughs> never mind. I got another fight. I'm I thought well, that'll be that'll be my dud of the week for sure. I thought we were going with the Oklahoma wide receiver. This is dud of the week. I sent it to him. I'm like, you got you got this. You're dud. How about we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah, I guess we'll get when there, you get to it. But um, yeah, so I, hockey's been exciting and. Um, I've been watching every night, no matter, I guess, who's playing. ESPN's had a lot more games, so it's been good to watch it. But I was going to ask you, too. That, was, that got brought up last week. Oh, ESPN Plus. Okay. Uh, somebody mentioned ESPN should sign NHL. I think they're very they're, close. Because that's in the talk. Is that a conversation right now? Yeah. The, so, so a couple weeks ago, NBC Sports basically said they were disbanding. Or NBC said they were disbanding NBC Sports Network, the channel. Yep. At the end of the year. Which, therefore, in turn, basically makes the NHL free agents, if you will, as far as TV deals. Because they're, they've are they strictly been built around NBC the last, I don't know, five five to eight years. Uh, so, yeah, the rumor is they're not going exclusively, exclusively to ESPN, but that ESPN will get, like, a weekly... You think you know, that helps hockey? Featured game. Uh, I, yeah. I, like I don't for think the casual it, viewer. Yeah. It definitely doesn't hurt it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people probably are like, what the hell is NBC Sports? Right. I mean, yeah. If you don't watch hockey or, I don't know, what the hell else is on NBC Sports? I couldn't tell you here. Very rarely. Do. Like skiing and those random right. sports that are, yeah. they just throw on, on. You don't even know they're going to be in a schedule. I couldn't tell you the channel, on. though. Like, if you said it's on NBC Sports, you'd be like, what channel is that? I just, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, I had to like go through. It's the like when it went to versus initially. Yeah, it was on versus. Everybody was, what the hell is versus? So will it be kind of like golf, where you're always like, what channel is it going to be on? No, you know, uh, golf will be on Fox or TNT or ABC or depending on no, the tournament. You know, I think I think it'll. Well, it might be ESPN, ABC, obviously, because they're owned by the same people. But yeah, it'll probably be similar. But um, yeah, there's been a, probably I don't I don't even know the number. Probably three or four games a week on ESPN Plus, which has been. Nice keep, to watch more games. I keep forgetting to look there. I constantly look, and McDavid was on there last night, so I made sure to turn it on. But I've actually used a lot of my ESPN Plus. Yeah, I watch a lot of college basketball there because so, it's not on TV. I yeah. just watch it, cast TV, or watch it on my phone. Yeah, I'm gonna send Taylor down. I a, could watch a hockey ho- fights all day. Say, <laughs> I'm gonna send you down a hockey fight wormhole here. You guys got anything else? You want to hit hit stars? I've already no. meant. Sorry. (laughs) Hey, we got a new segment. Taylor's reactions to hockey fights. (laughs) Uh, Like a baby deer. I've mentioned all my stars. I have an honorable mention. I have one left, so. Derek Lewis. Yeah, that was a vicious uppercut. We were playing playing golf. Playing golf with Sean. Yeah, we were playing golf at the time when it was going on. Russ is watching the... 
We're, we're playing golf. My iPad. Russ was watching that. I was like bending over, looking at my iPad, watching the fight. <laughs> if that fight, if he doesn't knock out Blades, I think he just gets out cardio. If that makes oh, sense, yes, yes. The cardio for Blades looked like it was pretty good. Did you watch to see the fight? And but he said, I mean. <clears throat> Lewis said he knew he was going to go for the shot. The interview was very disappointing. It was. Compared to normal It really was. Normally he takes his pants off, his balls is hot. <laughs> you ever seen that yeah, interview? Yes, okay. I have. Wonder if, he, they had, wonder if they asked him to tone it down because it wasn't on pay-per-view. <laughs> maybe. Oh, maybe. That could be. But he was. We we paused golf during the interview. Oh, it was. Yeah, I mean, it's a good on. idea. But he threw a perfectly timed uppercut right into his jaw and landed a couple of it. Which, by the way, people were like giving her Dean shit. Like, you can stop it fast enough. I'm like, so this, yeah, this brought up the, the question again. The question that rose in the Mazdaval super necessary fight, right? Against, uh, oh, Askren. Askren. Yeah. They asked Derek Lewis the same thing. Why did you hit him twice afterwards when he was clearly knocked out? Because my job is to keep fighting until I'm pulled yeah, off. Because that's... I'm a fighter and the referee hadn't gotten yeah. in there and stopped the fight yet. <laughs> his, his fist was like still up in the air. Now, does <laughs> it, it's, it, is it vicious? Yes. And does it take a different breed of human to be able to do what he does? Absolutely. But ultimately, that's his job he to do signed that. up for it. Yeah. I challenge anybody who says Herb Dean didn't stop that fight fast enough to stand in the exact same spot yeah, and get that, there quicker than him throwing two punches because I, those guys are that quick. I hadn't I hadn't heard that. Blaming Herb Dean for that is absolutely ridiculous. They say he didn't stop it in time. I'm like, he literally sprinted. Uh, Towards yeah. the fight when it like yeah, the guy I can't went, think of anybody I'd rather have than as Herb a ref Dean. than Herb Dean. Yeah, I mean McCarthy, I guess is arguably right there, but otherwise, Herb Dean all the way. I like the guy with the braided beard, and especially like the whole like Moscow <laughs> Askren thing. Like no one saw that coming. No, like the ref was like, okay, they're gonna come out here and they're gonna dance. That's how most fights start. Yeah, Askren sure didn't see it coming. No, <laughs> he doesn't remember it either until the last second. He doesn't remember it either. <laughs> what happened? Uh, so, yeah, you're right. Herb Dean's probably one of the best refs in the uh, UFC. But that honorable mention, Derek Lewis, tied the UFC uh, knockout record. Did anybody else have any yeah. other stars? Or Yeah. He's probably got all of his. Uh, I did mention Max Holma. He was my second star. My third star, Christopher Bell, got the win on the Daytona road course. <laughs> his first career win in the NASCAR Cup Series. So. Way to go, Christopher! Bell. I remember. Yeah. I remember I last year to, we didn't even know who that guy had, was. We're like, is this a made-up name? I had, I had to first. <laughs> so I looked him up to check. He is twenty-six years old. If you see him, I swear to God, I thought he was maybe eighteen and to nineteen. Isn't twenty-six pretty young for a NASCAR driver? Not these days. No, because no. they right they have to go through the the truck series and all that usually for the uh, most part. But maybe sometimes. Not. Yeah, they, depends on who owns the cars. They don't. Uh, yeah, they don't have to. But, but that's it's, a normal it's, route. It's kind of like golf and everything. We're starting to see younger and younger these guys come up. Silver spoon is obviously a necessity in that sport, right? Uh, probably doesn't hurt. Yeah. No one's like, somebody. no one's like, I grew up in a double wide and well, made it to the NASCAR. It's always I mean, like, or you know somebody that, yeah. So I think you got to know the right a, people. So Ty Dillon was the one on McAfee last week after the Daytona 500. And his, I forget, his grandfather owned Dale Earnhardt's team. So, like, that's how he got into racing. Like, so I assume all of them are connected. There's some, right? Everyone knows somebody yeah. to get where you are, I guess. I mean, it's like the Xfinity Series on Saturday. That's like the whatever top minor league level, if you will, that Ty, Ty Gibbs won that race. He's Joe Gibbs' grandson. Joe Gibbs, the former Redskins, yep. excuse me, Washington football team coach. WFT. Yep. Who now owns Joe Gibbs Racing. 
it's one of the bigger racing teams in NASCAR. Doesn't hurt that you're his grandson to be able to get in to get in that car. You got to know at 18, somebody, yeah. at 18 years old. Yeah, a little nepotism that he never hurt anybody. <laughs> yeah, and he is only 18. I was. We'll talk about it off air. I was this close to getting KP behind a NASCAR. If you know what I'm talking about, uh, KP. I will. KCP. I'll tell you after. Caldwell Pope. From my minimal experience, racing, knowing racing and dirt racing. Unbiased opinion. I'm with you now. Probably the best driver I've ever seen. Oh. And I've okay. traveled a few tracks. If you put him, and it happened, you put him on an equal playing field. He went back to crates mm, two years ago, walked away with the championship. He just, he's just, he can fit a car anywhere. It's incredible. I'm like, he's going to no way. And the next thing you know, I was like, uh-huh. squeezes it in there and he's gone. Just really good. And his dad was good too, but. Was there some plow truck competition? Just be me and Hurley against everybody else. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else you got for stars? Uh, first star, I actually have two. Uh, Sidney Crosby and Travis oh. Zajac hit the uh, 1,000 games played mark this past week. 1,000 games in the NHL is kind of the benchmark for a, you know, a serious Hall longevity in career. So, so they both hit 1,000 games this with, past week. With Crosby, because him and Ovechkin obviously came in the league same year. I believe. Yes. It, it's weird how much time Crosby has missed. Because I end up looking yeah. up Ovechkin. Ovechkin has played almost 1,300 games. Yeah. Crosby so it's, basically missed two seasons with concussion. Right. Yeah. So it, it's crazy to think that he just hit 1,000. <clears throat> like yeah. you would expect that a couple of years ago. But it, it's crazy to think how much, how, how different, obviously, injury-wise has been for him. But he's still, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if he's, some people probably put him in top five of their, all-time NHL players. Um, maybe right now, I, I'm guessing, like, maybe Matthews and McDavid might pass him over time, but he he's he's maybe. got he's got to be up there. Oh, yes. For sure. He's clearly so, top ten. Right. Matthews yeah. and McDavid better start winning Stanley Cups. R- right. I want to get that conversation. That, you're right. That's the point. What He's got three. Yeah. So, that, yeah, that's a, big, <clears throat> that's a big factor. You said you already gave your first. I'm done with stars. My first start is... I'm gonna. I'm going way off the charts here. Caleb Pendleton. If any of you have heard of him, I'll be Negative. surprised. Negative. He is a freshman at Florida Atlantic University. Played in his first collegiate baseball game. Oh. Hit, oh yeah. Hit, did see. He hit two grand slams. His first in the same inning. His That's first two collegiate at bats. How crazy! Fernando Tatis hit two grand slams in one inning in the majors. This kid hit it first two at bats in college <laughs> in the same inning. Which is absolutely crazy to think about that. Yeah. To do that. Was it in it's, like a D3 game where no, they're, they're playing? No, D, they're D1. It's. It just, <laughs> I just don't get it. Two grand slams, same inning. First two collegiate bats is. Just even being in that position is like kind of unheard of. Exactly. Yeah. To come up with bases loaded twice in one inning is right. just crazy. Yeah. That's. I remember when Tatis did it. That was probably. I, mean, I don't know. That was probably like 05, 06. That was yeah. a while ago. Like. So it almost makes you want to take it with a grain of salt because you was are, it sixty to one at the end? I was just saying you've or? got to be pumping the other team if you right. had two grand. Yeah, play like some carousel music in the <laughs> yeah. background. Yeah, that's <laughs> unbelievable. And, and I was a freshman. Your two first two college at bats is yeah, it's kind of hard to follow that. It's up. only downhill from there, buddy. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> uh, I only had one star of the week, and it's kind of just a funny one because I followed Mario Addison on Instagram. He's he gets a star of the week for being. 
as funny as that dude is. I've LOL'd for real in my work truck a few you times this week. Shit. My God. I've LOL'd for real. <laughs> you can't just say I laughed. What a statement. I, I WTF. Laugh. Well, we Yolo, say LOL man. all the time, and it's always just like, hey, I'm not I'm not pissed at you when I send this text, so I'm going to end it with an LOL. Yellow. No one's really laughing. At, can you imagine just sitting there, and someone's just, ha, their phone. <laughs> no one ever does that. Uh, I've got... Remind me that I got an Instagram follow for you. I think of you every time. I'm glad you think of me. <laughs> yeah. uh, my dud of the week goes to Spencer Jones. I'll just be, I want an, a bit of an open discussion. Time out. Did you see this video yet? No, I haven't seen oh. the video. Do you know what it's about? Not really. I, I saw a headline of him getting a, getting a fight with somebody smaller, so getting a shit kicked yeah, out. Yeah, he's pretty something. massive. Imagine uh, Uriah Faber looking kind of guy getting okay. in his face. Okay. And in the end of this, Spencer Jones says he was trying to be a peacekeeper and not fight. So, well, there's talking pause, shit in a bathroom. I'm gonna pause again here. Spencer Jones, a is receiver, a wide receiver for Oklahoma. Okay, he's like six two. Okay, six. They're three. in a nightclub bathroom. Great spot to do this. The video is awesome. Oklahoma doesn't have nightclubs. Okay, they ride yeah, their I, horses there. I, still, I, I think it was just a bar. I wouldn't, call it, I wouldn't call it a nightclub. <laughs> I like to give him the benefit of the doubt and say it's a nightclub. And they're in each other's face. And then little guy. Already with a bloody nose. Already with a bloody nose. So peacekeeper must have really been keeping the peace. Okay. Little guy gets in Spencer's face and sort of gives him a swat, just an open hand swat. It was with his blood. Oh, was that? I didn't hear that he detail. He wiped his nose. Spencer had the bloody nose. No, no, no. no little guy's got a bloody nose from okay. Spencer doing something. Spencer, or Spencer and his cronies. body were like, but yeah, like one of his cronies was bullying. The, they were brothers. I looked them up. Uh... Both have multiple years of wrestling and MMA experience since they were like twelve years old. Just kind of look like wait, no the the two little guy little no, guys yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. So okay. little guy gives him open hand left, and as soon as he goes to lean for it, gives him right hook open, <laughs> just swats him again to get him to do the same little feigning move away. <laughs> right hook again and closes the distance. Gets on top of him, gets him out, goes like he's gonna get to side control and spins around and puts him in a guillotine choke from there, and. They roll around, and there's definitely some faces on the nightclub floor. There's you can wait, see wait, like toilet wait, paper on, on the, the ground. I was say on the they're, bathroom. They're on the bathroom bathroom floor. Bathroom floor. That's why I was clear yeah, to say they're in the bathroom. Nightclub. So <clears throat> if you're gonna pick a fight, shouldn't so, you be confident that you can win it? The, the great part about this video, in my opinion, the guy first of all, the guy videotaping and commentating it yeah. is great, and his buddy, yeah. the little guy's buddy, also takes the other guy. That was his brother, and he's yeah, just holding so him. He's not even fighting, right? But then, but then he slams him into the corner where the stall meets the tile wall. Like head first, knocks him out, starts pounding on him a couple times. My favorite part, though, there's a guy that gets done pissing. He's got a drink in his hand, and he touches the 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 buddy and Spencer Jones as they're rolling on the fight. He just touches him, steps over him, just walks out. <laughs> <laughs> as calm as could be. It is yeah. an outstanding video. But He looked at his brother like, do we <clears throat> really have to do this? What he, he had 10 years of MMA training. He's been doing it since he was like 12 years yeah. old. Nowadays, you got to be careful who you're picking fight with in the real world because no there are guys that, training, yeah, yeah. that that's getting more and more popular. <laughs> like yeah. McAfee was talking about the other day and he's like, listen, <laughs> We didn't talk about it before. You know, he had the guy with the cauliflower ear. He went to bar, and usually at the end of the night, that guy ended up in the scrum, and cauliflower ears usually win it. Yeah, if okay? you see cauliflower ear, you've got no business like, with anybody fighting. <laughs> now he goes, we got guys without cauliflower ear. You know, MMA is a little more, a little more yep. popular. you got to be careful. He goes, Spencer's got to check out those ears before he goes picking a fight. <laughs> so Spencer is now lawyering up 
because he had to have a four-hour surgery to get his orbital bone fixed yeah, in he, his eye. he ruined his eye. And Play yeah, stupid games win stupid That's prizes. Say. Yeah. I'm sorry, you try yeah. picking fights and I don't feel bathrooms. bad for him at all. You know he's trying to be. He was not de-escalating. Guy, the whole big guy thing of I'm a big tough football player doesn't work when someone knows jujitsu and ever. And you, the kid's already got a bloody nose. What were you de-escalating? Right. Because then his buddy comes back over and shoves shoves him again. Yeah. So he looks at his brother like, Are "We we doing this?" His brother like, "Yeah." At least in the bathroom can't be more than. From the stalls to the wall can't be it's more than like four so- feet. Soaked in piss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're not in the candid camera era anymore. You know you're on yeah. tape. It's not like, oh my God, there's a hidden camera somewhere. Everyone's instantly taking a video. There was of multiple people because you see people in the video that was surfaced of other people like filming it as well. I don't even care that he's in the fight. You're you're a young dude that's a football player. You're gonna get in a fight. It's just puts a bad taste in your mouth when you try and spin the narrative in your favor afterwards like yeah. that. It's the entitlement that he grew up with, probably. I think it's hilarious. Me too. It was absolutely, like you said, his buddy. <laughs> like next thing you know, it's like body comes across the whack into the wall. Dude is throwing haymakers in his head. Yeah. Smooth Whatever. dismantling. Yeah. Anything else, gentlemen? All right. Well, I guess until next week. 